Grace to you and peace from God our Heavenly Father, from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Verse 8, or verse 9, excuse me, verse 9. Therefore God also has highly exalted him and given him the name which is above every name. As we look at that verse, I, I always hang on that, therefore. Prior to that, therefore, everything is about Jesus subjecting himself and lowering himself, humiliating himself for the good of mankind. In every aspect of the first verses of you know, 5, 6, 7, and 8, Jesus is seen as being a servant, as doing everything he can help you and me to save all mankind because we couldn't do it ourselves but if you'll notice everything after that therefore is done to Jesus and as we go through next week uh, verses uh, 10 and 11 we're going to do 10 and 11 together because it's Confirmation Sunday. And we're going to have two young ladies stand up here and read about their Bible verses, the Bible verses they picked as their confirmation verses. And they're going to explain what that verse means to them and how it's going to help them. And then they're going to profess their faith in God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. That name, Jesus becomes important to them. But as we look at that therefore, it tells us that there was a completeness. As God looked upon the service that Jesus completed, he fulfilled his name. And by the way, the name Jesus means, come on, listen to what Gabriel says to Mary. You'll call his name Jesus because he will save God's people from their sins. God saves. So that's what Jesus means, is God saves. The therefore says, Jesus completed that task, fulfilled the covenant, and brought mankind back to God once and for all. Jeremiah 39 or 31, excuse me. I will make a new covenant with the house of Israel and the house of Judah, not like the covenant I made with their fathers on the day when I took them by hand to bring them out of Egypt. And remember that image. God took them by hand and brought them out. Not, they didn't fight their way out of Egypt. God brought them out of Egypt. They broke that covenant. This covenant I will make with the house of Israel after those days, declares the Lord. I will put my law within them. I will write it on their heart. I will be their God. They will be my people. No longer shall each one teach his neighbor and each his brother, saying, Know the Lord, for they shall all know me from the least of them to the greatest, declares the Lord. For I will forgive their iniquity, and I will remember their sin no more. The name Jesus fulfills that. When we look to that Christ in the manger, on Christmas, we always have to see in the background a cross. 
But that babe does not come to be worshipped by kings, to be heralded by nations, but he comes to suffer, to fulfill God's will for all people so that they might stand before him without iniquity or sin. He takes all of that sin upon himself as he dies upon the cross, and as he says it is finished, he wipes the slate clean. There is now no charge that can be laid against those who believe in the name of Jesus. I love that song we sang before the sermon, and I'm going to tell a little story. Two, actually, it was on two occasions we were singing that song. I love doing Vacation Bible School, and we did a Vacation Bible School up in a town called Tuluksak up in Alaska. It's a Yupik village on the Kuskokwim River. And we had a church full, let me tell you. The, the kids came from far and wide. Uh, kids would come from either, even up the river at other villages to attend those vacation Bible schools. And we had a church full of kids. And we were, Kathy and Denise and I were, uh, were leading the singing. Um, Denise and I were playing ukulele. Kathy was pounding away on the piano. Um, and we're singing that song. And as I'm playing the chorus of that song, I got a chill down my, my back. Because I was looking out at probably a hundred kids, all talking about Jesus, the Lamb of God, and how worthy his name is. It's a profession of faith like none you'll ever have. A little after that, we were doing Vacation Bible School back at St. John's in Beaufort. And we didn't have quite as many kids at that one. We only had about 50 kids, but we were, they were all seated in, the, in one section of the pews. And, and again, Kathy and I are playing. I don't know if Denise was there at that time or not, um, but we were playing You Are My All in All. And we came to the, the course, and I had that same chill go down my spine, and I had to tell the kids that it, it was like an angel choir talking about the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. And I wanted them to remember that moment, and I wanted them to remember that song because it's a confession of Jesus Christ as the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. Therefore, God has given him a name that is above every name. There is no greater name because what could you have that's greater and the salvation that God gives, not on account of your own works, but on account of his mighty deeds. Just as he grabbed those Israelites and pulled them out of Egypt by his own hand, by his own arm, by his power and might, destroyed the power of Pharaoh. And as he brought them to that promised land, so he does for us. Christ throughout his ministry pointed to his heavenly father. Christ throughout his ministry sought to lead people back to that understanding of the covenant that God has with mankind so that they might know that relationship that God establishes 
through Jesus. And that through Jesus, he takes away any impediment, any barrier, any obstacle to our entering those holy gates and dwelling within that great kingdom. The name Jesus, God saves. You notice it doesn't talk about you. It doesn't say God helps you to save yourself. It doesn't say that God gives you instructions on how to be saved. It says that he acts on your behalf. He does not just part of the work. He does the complete job. Jesus, God saves. What a blessing it is. I thank God that it's not dependent upon me. I thank God that I can't mess it up. Because Jesus has already completed the task. And the cross says it all, doesn't it? Whenever we look at that cross, whenever we see that cross, we're reminded that this is Jesus' throne. That this is our assurance that he took our sins upon himself and completed the task that God had laid out for him. We no longer need to fear. We now are freed up to do those things which God would have us do. And we're going to talk about next week how our knees bow and how our tongues confess and who gets the glory. As we celebrate with these two young ladies their confirmation day and their opportunity to confess Jesus Christ, to bow their knee, and to give God the glory. In Jesus' name, amen. Now may the peace that passes all understanding keep our hearts and our minds in Christ Jesus unto life everlasting. Amen.